0: Today on Around Kansas, Deb joins us from the Fort Wallace Museum. See what great events are coming up in the area. Next in our wildlife, it's all about the badger. Then on the front porch, the talented Gabe Walsh is our guest. Then Ron Wilson is honoring the draft horse, and it's been two years since Frankie C's passing, so today we end with a great story that he did a few years ago about Buffalo Bill.
1: Closed captioning brought to you by Ag Promo Source. Together we grow. Learn more at AgPromosource.com. This segment brought to you by Kansas Corn. Learn more at kscorn.com.
0: Good morning. I'm Deb Goodrich. Welcome to Around Kansas. No co-host this morning. Miss Pris is back in school. And I want to thank my uh, dear friend Michelle Martin for filling in last week while I had no voice. Yes, I know a lot of people were very very happy but uh, I'm telling you it was a struggle people so um, not quite in full form this week but it's it's a little bit better and and I know you really enjoyed having Michelle host the show so much going on um, I'm at uh, the Fort Wallace Museum this morning and of course we're getting ready for events on March 13th Captain Keo's Emerald banquet will be uh, that evening, and we have a terrific symposium going on Saturday morning, and uh, Joanne Van Covern will be here, uh, our friend Mike Bond. um Marl Mackin has written a terrific Reader's Theater piece on the town of Sheridan. So we will be exploring how the Santa Fe Trail and the Smoky Hill Trail, um, Uh, the relationship between those two historic trails which is pretty incredible as the kansas pacific railroad moved westward the smoky hill trail becomes a de facto piece of the santa fe trail all that freight that is being hauled on the railroad would be offloaded at hayes at ellsworth at sheridan and logan county which uh, was the end of the tracks for nearly two years while the railroad reorganized. And they would pick up at different pieces of the trail. So from uh, Sheridan, for example, the freight was offloaded and taken to Fort Lyon in the Colorado territory. And so this makes the Smoky Hill a piece of the Santa Fe Trail. Smoky Hill Trail Association, I gotta put in a plug for them too. Their conference will be in Abilene this fall and just a terrific organization. I have to happen to be vice president. Ken Cole is president and I am vice president of that August group. So I would invite you to uh, check them out. Always great information and a lot of things uh, going on. Of course, marking the trail is a big piece of their purpose, but um, keeping the trail history alive is certainly in there got something else i want to share um this uh what is uh, march 6 which is in a couple of days the tickets for the flint hill symphony will go on sale and the theme this year will be the santa fe trail because of the 200th and i will be there i will be a tent host looking forward to that as you know they always have great entertainment Um, and lots of speakers and wonderful information and a wonderful setting um, out there in the Flint Hills. So it's going to be a terrific event this year. Of course, Symphony in the Flint Hills canceled the last couple of years because of weather and then COVID. So really looking forward to um, once again celebrating incredible music and some incredible scenery and some incredible history. So, hope you'll take, take advantage of, of that. I will be talking a little bit later in the show about the 175th birthday of my heartthrob, William F. Cody. So, you can look, you can look forward to uh, more on Buffalo Bill. Any chance to mention Buffalo Bill is uh, an opportunity that I do not miss. So, so glad to have you with us this morning. Stay with us, we've
2: got a great show. Howdy, I'm Seth Hayes and welcome to my hometown from then to now. Council Grove has a rich history as deep as the prairie tall grass. Spend the day visiting 25 historic sites or explore the unique shops and restaurants or mosey out of town along the Santa Fe Trail. Y'all visit my hometown, Council Grove, in the heart of the Flint Hills.
1: ValleyVet.com is your one-stop shop for your every animal need. From prescription meds, vaccines, equipment, and more, for the ranch to the show ring, shop ValleyVet.com for fast shipping and great prices. ValleyVet This segment brought to you by the Western Kansas Wildlife Travel Center in Oakley.
0: In our wildlife segment this morning, we want to talk about badgers because we have a very significant badger story here at the Fort Wallace Museum. When Teddy Roosevelt, President Roosevelt, came through, um, what, 100 years ago now? He was gifted with a baby badger from a little girl in Sharon Springs. And so we tell that story here at the museum. And now we have a badger to go with it. We have a little stuffed badger in the back and that helps us interpret that story for the kids. So badgers, I find incredibly, incredibly interesting creatures. And I have a personal sighting. Occasionally they hide really well, but occasionally one will pop out. So let's take a look at that reclusive badger ah the kindly badger from the wind in the willows but what of the real badger are they as warm and fuzzy as mr badger well if they were would schools choose them for a mascot the badger is the largest terrestrial member of the weasel family in kansas often weighing 15 to 20 pounds it has a broad and flattened body and short powerful legs and it's not often one is found wearing slippers. Its large forefeet are webbed and equipped with long, curved claws. Distinct black-and-white markings define the badger's face, and it has a grizzled gray body with black legs and feet. The badger's size, strength, and aggressive retaliatory behavior make it a formidable opponent for most potential predators, and have earned it the reputation as one of our fiercest mammals. The badger is physically well-equipped for a lifestyle that revolves around digging. Badger dens or burrows are conspicuous, consisting of a large mound of dirt piled around a 10- to 12-inch diameter hole. It digs in search of prey, but also digs to build dens in which to bear young. Three or four young are usually born in April or May. Solitary, except during July and August when mating occurs, even badgers with overlapping home ranges tend to avoid each other through scent marking and aggression. Badgers may range over several square miles, but significantly significantly limit their movements during winter months. Though not true hibernators, they will remain denned for several weeks or more during periods of extreme cold, when excavating prey from, fro- from frozen ground would burn more calories than could be gained. The badger's diet consists mainly of underground dwelling rodents or other small mammals that can be dug out of their nest or burrow systems. The badger uses its keen sense of smell to locate prey, then digs a series of holes until the prey is restricted enough to be captured. Badgers prey upon prairie dogs or ground squirrels, pocket gophers, mice, and voles. Rabbits, birds, eggs, insects, reptiles, and amphibians are also taken opportunistically. The badger's foraging activity proves valuable for many species of wildlife that lay claim to unoccupied badger dens, and the rodent control provided by badgers is often beneficial to man. However, the large holes left behind provide a minor threat to livestock and farm equipment, and badgers can be very destructive in alfalfa fields where dense rodent populations often exist. As a result, they are viewed unfavorably by many farmers and ranchers. The badger has been of minor importance to the Kansas fur trade in recent times, though pelt prices have more than doubled over the past two seasons. Annual harvests of 800 to 1,000 have been typical. Although badgers can be hunted, this is not usually an effective means of harvest or management. Nearly all harvested badgers are trapped, either at den entrances or incidental to coyote trapping. Ah, Mr. Badger in a Coyote Trap. That's a tragic chapter missing from The Wind in the Willows. the western kansas wildlife travel center right here in my hometown of oakley kansas we're the front door of western kansas located on three main highways i-70 us-83 and us-40 and all those roads lead to history beautiful scenery and adventure no matter which direction you go we now have an ihop That brand that you've trusted up and down the road in all your travels is staffed with local folks, real people, just like you and me, and we're waiting on you to join us. So for fun, adventure, fuel up, fuel your body, and let's have some fun.
1: This segment brought to you by Bob Schwartz Financial, Values, Commitment, Transparency. Today on Around Kansas, we're gonna visit with a Nashville recording artist, Gabe Walsh, who grew up in Blue Rapids, Kansas, with no thoughts of being a country music
3: artist. Music was never something I thought I would actually do for a living. <laughs> uh, before high school, you know, every kid, their dream is sports. That's all we did. Me and my <laughs> friends played every sport you can think of. And uh, eventually that, I mean, that stayed the same through high school. But once I got into college, that's when I really picked up a guitar and, and used my... I've always had a passion for music, but never... To actually perform music, you know what I mean? Uh huh, sure. So it, it's been an interesting journey in that regard. Did Were you involved in, in band
1: or anything during school? Or I you, was. okay.
3: I was a trumpet player in high school. Okay. But had not. I never did the choir or anything like that. Gotcha. Uh, I was in band four years.
1: Uh huh. And so you had never played a guitar or you fiddled around with one or, or literally college is when you first picked it up?
3: college was the first time Uh, (laughs) one of my buddies lucas brooks i used to be in a duo with him back home and he he he's been writing some songs and playing guitar and i i got into the idea i was like i want to do that you know Uh uh, so i picked it up i learned on youtube okay and i just started playing small town bars in nebraska i went to college at wayne state college in northeast nebraska and uh, eventually came home, played some shows, and I did that for a couple of years and decided in my last semester of college that I was gonna move to Nashville after I graduated. Wow.
1: Blue Rapids native and graduate of Valley Heights High School, and now Nashville recording artist based out of Nashville, Tennessee. Gabe Walsh on Around Kansas.
4: I'm Bob Schwartz and I've devoted the last 43 years to helping Kansans reach their retirement goals and to protect the family farm. At Bob Swartz Financial, we believe everyone should be able to live the retirement they've always dreamed of. Our team of professionals can help you create an efficient strategy using a variety of investment vehicles to help you address your financial needs and your concerns. Bob Swartz Financial values commitment and transparency.
1: This segment brought to you by
4: Santa Fe Trail Meets in Overbrook. Let us help feed your family. I'm a big fan of the cow horse, the quarter horse as a working cow horse, but there was another equine that was very important in the settlement of the West. This is a poem about the draft horse. He's the workhorse of the species who pulls the heavy load. He can haul a load of freight or a wagon down the road. He is mighty. He is tall, perhaps 19 hands high. He has a build for pulling and is willing to comply. He is a strong and gentle giant, and when harnessed with a mate, has ability to pull a huge amount of weight. In the history of our nation, his massive feet, shoulders, and bone pulled the wagons and the plows from which our nation's grown. Now the engine and the tractor have come to take his place, but some people have preserved them. A memory time will not erase. These horses and their purpose we want to reinforce. So today we pay tribute to the mighty Draft Horse. Happy trails. In 1821, a trade route
1: was opened from Missouri in the United States, across prairies and mountains to Mexico. In 2021, we will mark 200 years of epic conflicts and grand adventures, larger than life personalities, sweeping landscapes join us on an historic journey the santa fe trail lives on
0: find us on social media or santafetrail.org.
1: this segment brought to you by kansas farm bureau the voice of agriculture to join today or for more information go to kfb.org or find us on facebook and twitter
0: Folks, I have minions all over the place that really help me put this show together and keep me up to date on things. So my friend D.K. Clark in Leavenworth sent me the Leavenworth Times with this article on Buffalo Bill's 175th birthday and how the Carroll Mansion Museum has an exhibit about him. Now, this may have only been up through February. D.K., get this to me a little earlier next time, please. Um... And he sent me these beautiful cards. Isn't that nice? But the Carroll Mansion has a lot of information on Cody. Terrific books on sale in the gift shop about Cody. And they have a lot about how the community was related to the Codys. And, you know, the interaction between a lot of the folks there. So, worth checking out the Carroll Mansion. And happy birthday. Happy 175th birthday still hot after all these years to William F. Cody. So I wanted to share the sweet story that Frank did a couple of years ago in tribute to Buffalo Bill.
2: And we're back again. So, um, you know, it is interesting. The next story is about Buffalo Bill, but uh, it's also interesting how he got the name. And uh, so that's in the story, so I really won't give it away. But it is interesting that uh... in the west as it was being built all of these characters got you know nicknames and <laughs> and, and and what have you and so anyway that's what the story all right. can Spe- be about. Speaking
0: but, of nicknames, uh-huh. uh, of course the guy that he met was Medicine Bill Comstock uh-huh. and medicine meaning superstitious not like a doctor but mm-hmm. you know medicine as in mm-hmm. medicine yeah right so it's more like superstition my favorite nickname in the west though is buffalo chips white (laughs) and one time phil sheridan i can't stand phil sheridan but anyway he was interviewing scouts and buffalo bill was out of town he was back in rochester or wherever doing a big show so he was out of town and so charlie white was like bill's shadow and he dressed like bill he wore his hair like bill everything so he goes in to see phil sheridan and Sheridan, in his usual um, diplomatic way, said, Who the devil are you? And he said, When Buffalo Bill is not here, I am Buffalo Bill. And Sheridan takes one look and said, Buffalo chips, more likely, <laughs> except he didn't say chips. And the, when the press reported it, they used the word chips, you know, to make it. Um, politically correct for, for uh, families to read, but that nickname stuck with him for the rest of his life. Buffalo Chips. <laughs> it's probably on his tombstone, I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, what we need to do too, of course, uh, Bill Cody, he's, his name was William Cody, but so many of these guys for some reason took on the name Bill. Like It was wild something Bill, Bill some Wild Bill, and his yeah,
0: name was James, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So, anyway. We'll look into that.
0: We'll look into that. Thanks,
2: Bill. (laughs) That's okay, Billy. Let's see it. From 1867 to 1868, the Kansas Pacific Railroad was being built in the heart of Buffalo country. From points west of Hayes, hostile Indians were a challenge to providing fresh meat to the railroad workers. The railroad employed experienced hunters to supply the meat. William F. Cody, was one of those hunters. Riding his favorite buffalo horse, Brigham, and with the aid of his 1866 Springfield rifle named Lucretia Borgia, a fifty seventy 70 caliber gun, Buffalo Bill fulfilled his contract with the railroad as far west as Sheridan. This was the inspiration for the Buffalo Bill bronze sculpture located just west of 2nd Street on U.S. Highway 83 twice life-size bronze sculpture by Charlie and Pat Norton of Leote was voted one of the Eight Wonders of Kansas Art. It commemorates the 1868 contest between Cody and William Medicine Bill Comstock, where the winner earned the name Buffalo Bill. At the Visitor Center, the Wild West Historical Foundation tells Cody's story and that of the legendary Hunt. Read the storyboards, listen to the radio story recounting the historical contest and take pictures in the Buffalo Bill Annie Oakley and Sitting Bull cutout figures. When visiting the sculpture, be sure to stop inside the Buffalo Bill Cultural Center. There are exhibits, an extensive gift shop and facilities to host your own historic events. So whether you stop in Oakley for a day or for a lifetime, you'll be glad you did. Stop for the legend. Stay for the day.
0: Thank you so much for sharing your morning with us. Have a great week and I'll be seeing you somewhere around Kansas.
1: Closed captioning brought to you by Ag Promo Source. Together we grow. Learn more at agpromosource.com.
3: like it's time for our tour. Welcome to the Fort Wallace Museum. Here at the museum, you're going to find some really interesting stuff like our replica stagecoach from the Butterfield Overland Dispatch. We've got facades from the fort buildings. We've got an 1870s flag. There's a plesiosaur that was discovered locally. We've got the Ray Pump Organ Collection. We're a little bit
0: place with a great big story and we'd love to have you.